How can we engage the culture, especially in books, music, and movies, with charitable and critical discussion through a lens of faith and as a means of drawing ourselves and others closer to Jesus? I'm Ali LaVille. And I'm Andy Norton. This is Though They Die, talking about the things of this world through the lens of eternity. Today we're discussing the critically acclaimed video game 2018's God of War. Welcome to the show. Okay, Yo. here we are. Yeah. We have had so much irregularity with, yeah. with recording it's these so days. True. It's just it's been so true. all over the place. Thank you all so much for waiting. I know we, we kind of we skipped a week. Skipped a week. Just a, just week. a week. Yeah, yeah. 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 But Which is like pretty good, all things considered. Because no, totally. there was a time there where we stopped yeah. episodes. We did we like did. we did. We recorded five or something within yeah. a week's time or yeah. so. And, and you and I both had so much travel. Yeah, so yeah, so, so we're happy to be back recording. Today is April the 29th. Right. You'll be getting this on May the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May the second. Yeah, you got it. You got it. So that's exciting. So it's yeah. pretty close. So it's it's you know if, <laughs> yeah. if anything current event wise comes up, it's actually not going to be totally irrelevant <laughs> by the it's time so you hear it. So true. I oh hope my anyway. gosh, that's amazing. So amazing. yeah. Well, this is exciting. This is uh you know again we say books, movies, and music. But Ooh. is this a departure? This a departure has occurred. Yeah, a departure yeah. has occurred. This is a video game we're discussing. It's called God of War. It's a video game that you would normally play on. I think the PS4, or PS5. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's on other consoles as it were. Is it on the PS5? Have they? Oh yeah. Oh, oh well, wow. Well, you already... can just, you can just backwards play it. Is my understanding from Adam Baker, our friend, who means. let me play his copy of it. Backwards. Play. Ba- it's backwards compatible. It means like so like it it. But PS5, you can play older games on it. Oh, that's nice. They didn't yeah. do the Xbox One thing and just trash your 360 that's, games. That's my that's my understanding. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. I, I, I don't know. So <laughs> this is this is my first time using a PlayStation in my life. What? Yeah. You I, never played on a PS4? Not to my knowledge. The PS4 is legendary. Yeah. Well, not to my knowledge. I've I played on the Xbox One and different types of Xboxes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a very very nice Xbox from my friend Dan. Mm. Uh, but I've never. I didn't grow up with consoles. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't play any video games Same. in my house. We played computer games plenty, but no no video Console games. games. So eventually there was like. A, we got a game, an old someone's old GameCube at one point, mm-hmm. uh, and then now in my life we got an, an, an Nintendo Switch. Uh, but yeah, but I never had anything yeah. like a PS4 or a, or a or a PlayStation or an Xbox. Sure, but I I definitely played Xboxes occasionally. Like I would mm-hmm. play FIFA or something on an Xbox. This was probably like a 360 or something. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think so the 360 so. was great. Yeah, from what I hear. Yeah, I so I, but I've never played on a PlayStation, let alone the PlayStation Five. Ooh, which, which is, is what it was cutting edge, it, man. Cutting it edge. looks like a spaceship. It was. Yeah. It felt like I was playing in a spaceship. It was. It was amazing. <laughs> it was like, like the controller was so nice, and like it was. It, it had um. So literally, the control sticks uh, respond differently if you're using different weapons. And such with different what? games. So like if you're playing like uh there was this other game, Wonderland, that he that uh Adam had and he showed it to me for a second. And literally if if you were like shooting a normal like um rifle, uh-huh. it'd be more of like a clicking action on the on the control. And if and if you use like this like alien weapon, it would it would 
be more of like a pressure trigger. It was crazy. It was so wild. It was so wild. Wow. Yeah. And so it looked beautiful. It felt beautiful. It was my first time playing the PlayStation. My first time playing God of War as well. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so that was that was such a fun experience to go over to our friend Adams. And thank you, Adam. Shout thank you, Adam, Adam Baker. Yeah. But why are we talking about uh, a video game? Why, why are we doing That's this? That's right. That's right. So <clears throat> we are talking about a video game today because of the exceptional story yes. in God of War. I think I am not... A big video game buff yeah, by any means. Yeah, I, I clearly not. Clearly, <laughs> uh, I didn't grow up with them. I don't currently play them. I've never owned a console yeah. or anything. The only video game I've ever owned, uh, I wanted to kind of start to try and fit in maybe with folks <laughs> growing up. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the store and buy a video game, whatever, so I can be cool. And so I went to Target and bought Snoopy versus the Red Baron <laughs> for the PC. That's amazing. And that was, uh, yeah, that's as far as I got. It was into like a flying gaming. game. You would fly and yeah, it was a flying and, game. Yeah, yeah. On yeah, his little the, house, on his little dog. Yeah. House. So you're like the little dog house flying around, <laughs> trying to shoot down all of these German planes and wow. stuff. And my wow. my poor, it was, it was an HP. It was a family laptop HP something. Just could not handle it. It was, <laughs> too and I was trying actually. to do it with like a trackpad too instead of a mouse, and it was yes. just, yeah, it was. That's bad. amazing. It was bad, man. So you didn't grow up with bad. them. No, um, I would play them with friends sometimes. Got it. Got it. Got it. I was always awful though because I, yeah. I never, I didn't practice right. Like I yeah. wasn't doing it a lot. So I, I am not. I'm not a big video game. Like I, I didn't grow up with it. I don't actively do it. I'm also not the biggest fan. Of video games in general. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, like I don't, as I don't concept, think they're, like you, you don't think that necessarily people should be doing them as much as they do them. Absolutely. Sort of yeah. yeah. I don't think they're objectively immoral um, or you right? like a, a yeah. video game is yeah. an amoral thing. I would think anyway, depending to, on the to game, to play a video game, to yes. play a video game, yeah, yeah. depending on the video game is an amoral thing. If the game is obviously like just very grotesque or very vulgar or something like that, right. then it's like, okay, well, I don't right. think anyone should be playing this, but uh, yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I think it's something to, in moderation, right? I think right. my kind of general statement is I think, I think we should all, not that you, you know, reading is infallible, but I think we should all be reading more than we're playing video games or watching TV or anything like that. That's yeah. it. You can read too much, right? Yeah, yeah. And you can, you can read trashy content, yeah. but I think by and large, if we're not, if we're, re- if we're doing, you know, screen related things more than we're reading or, or you know doing recreative things outside and you know just life-giving things like that i i think you have a problem that you should maybe reorder your life a little bit boom hot take so I, that's my that's my hot take and that said we're still discussing this video game because i think it's got a really good story yeah absolutely and, and yeah and i don't know how long it takes to play the video game i'm not i wouldn't put a judgment call either on like is it worth your time or whatever but it's yeah yeah i'm similarly of course yeah not super versed in video games i do enjoy breath of the wild on nintendo switch um but i'm not super i I'm similarly have my concerns about the the concept of playing video games and, and how it can be easily too much for, yeah. two, for so many guys especially yeah so with that though that's kind of well so two things there is that yes like you said this this video game has an incredible cinematic story it does and it's told in a way it's it's like uh, from my experience playing it it's like a movie, it felt bro. like you're interacting in a movie yeah. is how it yeah, felt really good. and in fact the entire game takes place with one on um one uninterrupted uh, uh, camera angle, which so the camera angle will change at various points. 
Oh, I didn't realize but that. But wow. it's almost yeah. like you know, 1917, the movie, right? Where like it kind of great go, film, great film. Great why did why film. did we not talk about that? I don't that? know. That's such a good Dang movie. It. What the heck? Yeah, yeah, love that movie. Okay, well, um, yeah. So it's like one uninterrupted take, but it shifts on occasion. For, so but for uh, the cutscene, instead of cutting to a screen, it'll kind of zoom around somewhere right, for the cutscene. Right. So you're like right Ooh. there. You've just like you know killed a deer with Classic. with his son Atreus, and then. Uh, this like troll like reaches over and grabs the deer and like pulls it back and then the camera like swings around and you like tro- tro- trolls there and like uh, and it swings back and like yeah it's but it's uninterrupted it's not like cut to cut scene and dope. so it's it's very immersive very cinematic so we're talking about it almost we're talking about it more as a story more as, yeah uh, almost as a movie than we are just like a, as a video game like we're right. not gonna give a, right. a much of a critique of like how it plays um, yeah because we don't have <laughs> we don't have enough ground. yeah maybe a helpful thing there I think so I I I just made a big hot take on video game right. kind of thing and if you play a video game maybe you're like uh, how dare you you don't even know anything because you don't even play <laughs> yeah, video yeah, games yeah, yeah. like you don't get it or whatever totally uh yes you're, you're you're absolutely right i don't play video games so of course i wouldn't get it i will say though something that i have struggled with for like a good portion of my life is for whatever reason if there is a screen my eyes are just like there right kind of thing so as a kid i struggled a ton with not like with like turning away from the tv yeah. my dad put a bike lock on our tv at one point and like wow. closed it up because i just like couldn't tear away from it i would just wow. waste so much time so youtube is the bane of my existence right and i've got it blocked on devices just because it's like yeah i will just waste so much time kind of thing so yes i don't play video games but i do know what it's like to right. feel like your life is controlled by a screen kind yeah of thing. and trying to moderate and, that yeah. right and how much time that takes away totally um that's a great clarification that's so great. wanted and, to clarify that and yeah. speaking of youtube that's mainly our under like um appreciation of this game and its story right, right? is youtube we've watched <laughs> it, we've watched a couple different uh like like video essays on yeah. on it and i have yeah. watched most i think i've watched most the entire cutscene cut <laughs> movie of god of war nice. and a lot of the playthrough that's awesome so. so that's what we'll be talking about from mostly but also cutting back though to what you just said about like guys like video games mm-hmm. uh, many guys do not mm-hmm. all guys do but many guys do and some guys use them too much with that though I think what was appealing to me about talking about God of War was I wanted to talk about this because if you're a listener, like it's quite likely you play some video games. We wanted to connect with that and like have some connection to something that you're interested in, but also it seems like a more worthwhile use of time in, in some ways. Cause again, it has a very meaningful story yeah. with great themes. Yeah. Um, and with that too, there's, I'm a big believer that if someone does something, mm-hmm. they're into something, it, there's you, you do the thing because it appeals to you, right? And it's right. it's appealing to something in you, mm-hmm. in your heart and in your mind. And with that, I don't think that that's always a good thing. Like it's it uh, things can appeal to our mm-hmm. our our base nature or appeal to um, parts of us. That, that don't need to be, um, I don't know how to say this exactly. There's there's things that appeal to us in a for like bad reasons. I guess I would yeah, say yeah, you can be disordered in your appeals, yeah. right? But there's many ways in which even things that are in some ways disordered mm-hmm. may have some grain of something that is ordered and something that is authentically good right. and appeals to it to the the um to the like real desires of the heart and like the deeper desires and, and the the greater desires of of the human heart mm-hmm. and so i th- i think that just i think video games as a whole i think definitely is appealing to something 
a game like this is appealing to something and I want to investigate that as well. So that's yeah. my other, that's cool. that, I, yeah. And I, I really do believe, so maybe just a statement on that. So we aren't just talking about it, but like, I really do believe with this story, it appeals to um, a man's desire to feel capable, mm-hmm. uh, a man's desire to have a mission, mm-hmm. a man's desire to be fatherly mm-hmm. and be a, a father on some level. Um, and other other uh, deep desires of the human heart. So I'm I'm excited to talk about it more. But let's, so to that end, should we synopsis, synopsis this thing? Please, please, Andy. Okay, this is a longer synopsis. It's like a, a big old paragraph. But here we go. This is God of War. God of War is an action adventure game developed by Santa Monica Studio and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. It was released worldwide on April twentieth, twenty eighteen, for the PlayStation Four with a Microsoft Windows version released on January 14th, 2022. The game is the eighth installment in the God of War series, the eighth chronologically, and the sequel to 2010's God of War 3. Unlike previous games, which were loosely based on Greek mythology, the installment is loosely inspired by Norse mythology, with the majority of it set in ancient Scandinavia in the realm of Midgard. For the first time in the series, there are two protagonists, Kratos, the former Greek god of war, who remains the only playable character, and his young son, Atreus. Following the death of Kratos' second wife, Atreus' mother, they journey to fulfill her request that her ashes be spread at the highest peak of the Nine Realms. Kratos keeps his troubled past a secret from Atreus, who is unaware of his divine nature. Along their journey, they come into conflict with monsters and gods of the Norse world. Boom. That's really good. Yeah, that's a good summary. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, interesting. So one thing that that really interested me as I was looking into it more mm-hmm. is I didn't. I was struggling to make the connection, but then one of the videos I watched made it more explicit. So Kratos, of course, is like a Greek sounding name. So he's a he's a Greek god of war, and mm-hmm. in the previous ex- installments, it was more this like Greek style of of gods and, mm-hmm. and goddesses and demigods and all this. And in one of those, I think he actually. Um, kills like all the Olympian gods and, does, and yeah. all this. Yeah. He immortalizes everybody. Right. And so then I don't, to my knowledge, the, this game doesn't explain like how or why he came to, to Scandinavia. No. But he now is there. You're the, he's there now. Yeah. And so it's cool that it transitions into like the Norse gods and the Norse myth- mythologies and mm-hmm. all that, which I thought was interesting. Other side notes I have a cold and. I'm so happy <laughs> because <laughs> so big thing. So Kratos oh is this gosh. massive guy and how deep is his voice? It's way deep. It's, it's, it's so deep. Nuts. It's so deep. And yeah. as you guys know, Ali and I don't, we not, don't have deep, we voices, have deep voices, so. but I have a deeper voice today and it allows me to go boy, boy, <laughs> which is what he says throughout it. So Constantly. he has his, yeah, he has his son, uh, Chase, but he normally refers to him just as boy, boy. get in the boat, boy. And he just, yeah, he's he's always speaking in this, you know, um, gruff tone and deep, deep, deep voice. So I uh, woke up and I was just like, boy, boy. <laughs> and I was so trying it so out. Pleased. And it was I was so pleased. I was so pleased. So pleased. Uh. So thank you, virus of some kind. <laughs> oh um, so, yeah. So what do you think about that? That synopsis? You said it's good. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty right on. I think, yeah, things to note. This is definitely... I think it's a departure from the old feel of the God of War games pretty drastically. Cool. It's not, 
the old one, I don't know. The old ones were good. They were very, very gory. And this one's still pretty violent, right? Yeah, it is. It is. It's, yeah, a little quick content warning. I would say pretty extreme gore at certain points. Yeah. Uh, some language occasionally, but nothing really of a sexual nature. That's what I'd say. Yeah. Keep yeah. Going. I think, yeah, agreed. The previous games were just very, I mean, like, I, I mean, I'm thinking of like Zeus's death and it is like right, very gory. Right. Baldur's, uh, spoilers, of course, Baldur's death in this one is not nearly as graphic as Zeus in the previous games or I any of the right, other Olympians getting killed. Yeah. So it's a departure in that sense as well. I, I think they tone it down a bit. I don't know. Right. I think I agree. But um, yeah, it's also storyline wise. Kratos goes from a seemingly, you know, I don't know. He's a troubled, you know, troubled very competent warrior type dude. Yeah. You know, has is has some depth to him. But this one, it's just like, oh my gosh, talk about a complex character with levels and upon levels of just um yeah, yeah. Of, of different things going on in his head and his past and his present and all this stuff. And it's it's like, wow, this is a, this character really has got some good meat on his bones kind of thing. Yeah, so what are some of those? What where are some of the so things? So he's yeah. he's still grappling with his departure from uh, Greece, we discover right. over the course of the, the game, and that becomes very apparent. And you know, just I mean, he he had a previous family, right? And yeah. the, his backstory is that he killed his family because uh, he you know was dying, and so he made a deal with the god of war, and the god of war totally stabbed him in the back, and in a blind rage, he sent him to ransack a village. But he took uh, Kratos's family and put mm-hmm. his family in that village, and so he ended up killing his family. And then he goes nuts, Kratos does, that is, and just kills pretty much all the Olympians over the course of a couple of games. And finally tries to kill himself, uh, but then doesn't work, and he he ends up in Scandinavia. And so he's dealing with this. He kills his own father, which is a traumatic experience, Zeus. And he still has that. He still has bandaged arms from the... um, I forget what they're called. The he's like these these blades, right? And oh. that that's that sig- signify that he's the god of war, right? I think that's like he the, tried to get rid of them like right. multiple times, but then they like bound themselves to his forearms, right? The chains are still there, so even right. if he's not holding the blades, the chains are still mm-hmm. around, and so he wraps his arms so you can't see it, right? And so he has like these visible chains and scars from his past, yeah. Not to mention the death of his late wife, um, what's uh, her name, Faye, Faye, and. And that's that's traumatic as well. And now he's got another son, and he's kind of grappling with how best to handle this situation. And right. um, and it's very and you know he's I think he's understandably very concerned given his past on how best to raise this boy. And um, yeah, and so it's it's just really I it's really there's a lot going there's in a lot and yeah, a lot a of lot. compelling things going into really it's compelling. Not, it's not far fetched the way he acts. I think is is the best thing. It's still. While he's a god, right? It's still very like, oh no, you're 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 displaying human qualities, right? right that I right. can resonate with. As yes, a, yeah, he's definitely more of a demigod type of god than yeah. than a yeah, um, totally. I think you just hit on probably the biggest thing, which is the whole idea of uh, like a cycle that, that he's afraid of. Yeah, right. So he's killed his own father mm-hmm. among other people, and he's concerned because he has a son now. He yeah. is a father, and he's he's not concerned that he will die or be killed he has a bit of that um speaking of the word fey he has a little bit of that fey mood that to use that word of of like i don't think he cares too much about his own life Mm. i don't think he's worried 
in that way, mm-hmm. but he just doesn't want to see the cycle of violence and death mm-hmm. continue with his son Atreus. And so that's a big dynamic that he's trying. So he's trying to like equip his son to be a man, equipping him to, to hunt and to protect himself. Um, and, and at the same time worried about where he's going to go. Cause he's, his son it begins pretty sensitive or pretty like attuned to other people. And yeah. he's like natural. Pretty normal. Seems to be like, boy. yeah, normal yeah. boy. Uh, and yet you see these bits of rage that he gets into that mm-hmm. remind him of himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's intense. Yeah. And he gets very, and the son gets very, at a certain point. So the son doesn't know that they're gods right. for a so good he's portion. He's keeping that a secret. At some point it becomes known and his son gets arrogant. Yeah. Really arrogant and kind of a loose cannon at times or at one point in particular yes. uh, that Kratos really snaps at him for. And yeah. And there's just some, I don't know. I don't know. So Andy, why don't hear it? Because we're kind of getting into it, but I'd love to have kind of a skeleton before we get into it. Can you give us kind of, what do you want to dive into right now, man? Just right. to jump in. Right. Since we've kind of given, I think we've given a pretty good yeah. overview. Well, I think um, one thing for sure is, is this idea of, okay. I say a couple of the main things I want to talk about is, yeah, that cycle. Yeah, right. As well as then also the idea of identity mm. and um, and how they're, they're like you said, he, uh, he, they're both of, of godly lineage um, and, and how those relate to us. Yeah. And so um, maybe to just to speak about the, let's speak, let's speak about the second part, that identity part. Mm-hmm. There's, you said um, that at first he's keeping it secret from 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 Atreus that, that yeah. they are gods right. uh, but eventually he he does come to learn this um and one of the great quotes was i think from this kind of wise um talking head at one point they is that mirror mirror is that the name i of think the that might be his Mir-Mir? name i think so but what he said that what he says is he says with power comes a big choice kind of like spider-man right mm, with power Spider-Man. comes a big choice you can either serve yourself or put your godhood in the service of others, like like Tyr did. Yeah. He was one of the other gods. Um, oh, they ha- they see a hieroglyph of him. Is that yes, right? yes, or right. something of that or, nature. Or yeah, yeah, whatever kind or, of image. What is that called? Uh, mm. Not a hieroglyph. That's uh, that's a language. No, it's no, a, no, you're right. It's a, uh, it's it's like a story with pictures yeah, on a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever that is. What is it? Cave. Cave wall drawings. What is it called? (laughs) I don't know. But they're like talking about, yeah, they're talking about it. And and so he says, you know, with power comes that big choice. You can either serve yourself or put your godhood in the service of others. And what immediately came to my mind was the scripture, uh, which is one of my favorite scripture verses, Galatians 5.13. This is a letter to the Galatians 5.13. But you were called to freedom, brethren. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love be servants of one another. Mm. And I just think that that's like a big idea when they're talking about their identity as these these like gods mm-hmm. is that they have power and they have freedom, and with that though comes a responsibility not to use it for um, as an opportunity for for the for the flesh is what the scripture says, um, or what they say is you know either you know serving yourself, um, or put your put your, put it in the service of others. And mm-hmm. Galatians says. Uh, through love, be servants of one another. Mm-hmm. It was almost exactly a quotation of no, Galatians 5.13. Awesome. No, that was pretty great. Um, yeah. yeah, which I think is huge because as, as men and as Christians too, 
we have so much freedom and we have, we have a power mm-hmm. and we have a responsibility with that to serve others and not just serve ourselves. So it's interesting in the context of video games. I think that's kind of a good example too of like, we can spend our time on things that just serve us and serve mm-hmm. our um, own interests mm-hmm. or we can spend, we can make sure that our lives are, are fundamentally in service of others mm-hmm. and like make, and realizing that we have a, we have uh, an obligation that comes with our, our great power of, of mm-hmm. being um, people who have a lot of time. We have a lot of time That's as lot of modern time. men, right? Yeah, we do. A lot of time. And so often I know I can spend that time on my own pursuits and own yeah. interests rather yeah. than in the service of others. Yeah. So I, I, I'm moved by that for sure and convicted. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I think, yeah, I think as far as coming into identity, it's really interesting that kind of part of the truth becomes made known. And so in a sense, Atreus isn't totally free at that point to be who he is. Right. Because he still doesn't really know where he comes from because he doesn't know who, where his father comes from in yeah, a sense. Yeah. So while he knows now where he is, I don't think he's really truly free to be where he is because he doesn't know the fullness of it. Where So, I mean, it'd be like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I haven't rehearsed this, so we'll see how it goes. But it's essential to me being like, well, Andy, you're a son of God now, mm-hmm. but you know, you have no knowledge of original sin yeah, what's and that, what's Christ's that sacrifice and that sort of thing. Right. Um, so hearing the words, I'm a son of God now, it's like, great. So what, I'm, what of it? I'm God. Yeah. Cool. Let's, let's go kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But you, you have, if you don't have any knowledge of Adam and Eve's sin in the garden and how God went about this, this great, amazing um, plan for salvation, right. uh, completed in Jesus Christ and his sacrifice then saying that you, you have, you're a son of God doesn't really do anything. Right. So for Atreus, he is trying to do what he knows um, God's meaning. God's are, you know, in his experience, pretty the worst. <laughs> that, <laughs> not, yeah, that's true. Yeah, They're yeah. not great at all. Right. So I think there's something there in, yeah, in knowing who we are, where we come from, and where we're, where we're called to go. I think it's, it's essential that we really know where we come from, yeah, I think. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, looking at our own story and being able to look at our own story, our own past. And also, I mean, God willing, uh, being able to see, you know, where your parents came from and understanding, you know, how they, they interact with you the way that they do, uh, and the way that they did as you were growing up as well. I mean, to, you know, Jordan, Jordan Peterson is, um, uh, he's a current philosopher. He's not a philosopher. He yeah, teaches yeah, he's psychology a or something. Slash philosopher, yeah. yeah. In Toronto or is it Ontario? I can't remember. Somewhere That's in horrible. Canada, eh? Canadia. Canadia. Yeah. yeah. Awfully, my goodness. Canada. <laughs> it's Canadian. Smart guy. And he, is, you know, very classically is parodied as always saying, repair your relationship <laughs> yeah, with yeah. your father. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And, and I mean, that's absolutely true, right? I think in order to really understand who we are, uh, I think it's pretty crucial that we are able to reconcile ourselves with our parents, whatever mm. that looks like for you specifically. And, and people's situations wildly differ. Right. So what's prudent for someone to rec- like to reconcile the relationship is going to look very different for yeah. some other cases. kind yeah. of thing. So I'm not going to generalize and say no, how that should totally. look at all because <laughs> it's going to look very yeah, different yeah, for yeah. everybody. But I think, yeah, I mean, so I think it's really interesting and hopefully this can kind of bridge into some of your other uh, points you want to hit on how, identity isn't even, you know, it's not even possible until all the cards are on the table to an extent. And that yeah, looks different yeah. for everybody, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, you know, this is, let, let's say both of your parents are dead, right? You know, that's okay. Yeah. Clearly you can't really 
reconcile that relationship uh, in person because right. they are not there. Uh, but what you know, what what prayer can you enter into with the Lord and ask mm. Him to speak into that? Because that's that's what you've got at this point, I think. Right. Um, and and things like like that, you know. So. Yeah, I don't that's know. So I kind of, I think I made a few circles there. No, but I, think I hope I, that was concise enough. I like it. I don't know about our listeners. <laughs> I'm sure oh, they'd you. love it. Thank you, Randy. Thank you. Randy. <laughs> I'm sure they loved it, especially the Jordan Peterson uh, impression. That was that was pretty solid. It was pretty um, weak. It was pretty no, weak. No, it was pretty good. He's like Try- a. I heard someone say you have to be like a raspy Kermit the Frog. <laughs> yeah, that's the best yeah, way to. Yeah. Well, what is the repair your yeah. relationship? Oh, well, he's say, got like say, a, Well, that's just it. Well, that. I was about to sound like that's Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt that come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that. just it. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you say quiet now, then the bees. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. No, I, I love that. And I think, well, maybe what I'm kind of picking up there too is like this idea of in the game, it seems mm-hmm. like Kratos doesn't necessarily feel confident in his identity. Oh, heck no, he don't. Um, Bro, that's that, why Zeus is tormenting him, man. Right, he, right. He doesn't have any closure mm. with his relationship he's with like, his He's like, he's seeing these memories. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah. And, and they're tra- literally attacking him. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. a physical... Dang. It's a spiritual r- reality made physical yeah. because of the realm they're in and that sort of yeah. thing. But think of how yeah. often, like, we allow our past to actually physically hurt us, right? And through stress and all this stuff, our bodies shut down. Right. You know, and react to what we're dealing with. Right. So I, it's I don't so know, true. just to make it very clear, like, Spiritual woundedness and, you know, psychological woundedness very quickly becomes physical woundedness. Yeah, like yeah. we are, we are body, soul composites. Mm. And if something's wrong somewhere, it's going to affect the whole. Yeah, yeah. So don't, yeah. I mean, I, I'm just. No, that's, that's yeah. great. That's great. We know, I think it's interesting at one point, one of the most uh, interesting points to me was when Atreus is rebuked by his father, by Kratos, not for falling short of Kratos, but for becoming too much like him. Yeah. Which right. is, I think is so interesting. So he goes, uh, you will listen to me and not speak a word. I'm your father and you, boy, are not yourself. You are too quick to temper. You are rash, insubordinate, and out of control. This will not stand. You will honor your mother and abandon this path you have chosen. It is not too late. Uh, so he says that. And then later on... Did you enjoy that? I did. I felt powerful. <laughs> I felt the, deep, the depth of his voice. Um, and he, But he later on, he talks about how uh, who I was is not who you will be. We must be better. He says that. And then later on, he says it, I think, to, uh, I want to say as he's, like, killing um, Baldor or, or whoever it was. Yeah. Um, when it, Baldor says, says uh, you could have walked away. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, uh, the cycle ends here. We must be better than this. Um, and I think that that idea of we must be better is such a great. Yeah. So he doesn't really know, who, like, who he is. He hasn't totally reconciled his past. But I think what, he's, he, what he does come to terms with at the end of it is he kind of comes to terms with his past on some level and realizes mm-hmm. like, like who he was was is who he was, mm-hmm. and but but chaos the blades. cycle can end here chaos blades is that what they're called I think that's chaos what blades called, yeah um so, but the cycle has to end here and we and we we must be better than this so including himself but also his son that we mm-hmm. we must be better I think that's so interesting like because yeah. again like you're talking about like reconciling with your father and like. There's so many ways in which we can't seek to just be like our father. Um, mm. As good as your father might be, uh, there, he's still imperfect and he's still broken. And and mm-hmm. and we need to be better than this and better than that. We're called to, to more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that is just so, so interesting. And so the idea of just like identity 
is beautifully explored. And I think it t- ties into what we just talked about, cycles. So cycles, too. I think the two are really combined. It's really mm-hmm. the big thing is identity and cycles and breaking cycles. And so I don't know. So maybe to talk a little bit more about that, like mm-hmm. breaking the cycle. I know so many people are, I've heard so many t- times in my life, someone express, I don't want to have my life go the way that I've seen it go for yeah. X, Y, Z, maybe my father, from my mother, from right. my parents, my grandparents, from my, you know, especially in this day where we've seen so much just brokenness in families. And, and, yeah. uh, so I know, have you ever heard that before? Someone saying, I'm afraid of that. Oh, like absolutely. Almost a sense of like a yeah. sense of almost fate. Like I'm fated for this. Like how, how can I change from that? Like mm-hmm. that's just that my, my past will be my future. It's a feeling. Yeah. Where, where do we begin to seek healing? In the in, for that, in that, I mean, r- recognizing it, awareness is huge. I think in your own heart, mm-hmm. and I'm not Dr. Bob Shoots or anything. No, but, no, no. Um, and not. I'm we're not Dr. Bob Shoots. Neither of us, yeah. uh, nor are we Sister <laughs> to, Miriam to or Bart Shoots or <laughs> you know Christopher West even or someone like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, however, we read all of those people, <laughs> yeah. so we love all of those people. We yeah. think they're marvelous. Yeah. I think you know the the first step is. Oh, so you said no, like understanding or. Awareness, awareness, which ties into the quote in there where he's, they're talking about, uh, um, he like he doesn't know about your true nature, you know. And he says, right. and the person says, um, I can I can break this fever because at one point you were talking about physicality. In the game, the boy oh, yeah. is actually yeah. sick. He's yep. actually sick, and they actually identify it. This this person identifies it as he's sick because he's a a god who thinks he's a man, mm-hmm. and he's actually sick because of that. And the person says, I can break the fever, but to heal. He must know the truth of who he is, which okay, and that whole idea of a a God who thinks he's a man, therefore is sick. That maps so much over to us. Mm-hmm. That's just one more thing on, mm-hmm. on identity is it maps so much over to us, right? Where like we treat ourselves like we're just animals sometimes, mm-hmm. just just men. Mm-hmm. When in reality, we are called to divine sonship and mm-hmm. and daughter being a son or daughter of of the Father and like being. In relationship with him, and, and the catechism actually talks about it as this idea of like a, a sort of divinization. Like we, mm-hmm. you know, God became man so that man could become God. Like and uh, join in his in his um, in his blessed life. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're called to that. And when we don't live according to that truth and aren't aware of that, yeah. we get sick. We do, and we we suffer. Um, so that's the identity part. Thank you so Heck much. Yeah. I'm so glad I got got that in because I wanted to to point that out. Yeah, that's great. Back to you saying healing begins with awareness of that. Right. I mean, you because I mean, and similarly here, right? You can see that Atreus has a fever. Right. Right. So right. maybe you are in a place where you're depressed, you're anxious, or something yeah. like that. You know, something's up. I, I think that that's step one. Right. You have right. to see the symptoms. You have to see, or maybe maybe you have a, a pattern of sin in your life. You have to see that. That's like that's the yeah. branches of the mm-hmm. situation. What you want to get to is the roots, roots. of the situation. Oh. But to do that, you have to see the branches. Then you have to get to the trunk, the base, and then you can start getting to the roots. And that that's a process of prayer. Um, and I'm not going to go through it right now just because I don't really want to botch right, it. But right, right, right. high recommendation for any of the JP2 Institute for Healing's uh, resources, such as the book Be Healed. Mm. Um, or put, it, wanna, put it in the show notes. Put it in the show yeah, notes. Cool. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Sweet. So... Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're even you know going to a, a healing the whole person conference uh, by the JP two yeah. Institute for Healing is just a, a very well placed investment. But I think, but 
just to do as, as brief a, a summary as I can here, looking at the the branches, right? So we're seeing this this fever, that sort of thing. Right. And then recognizing that the root here is uh, a lack of awareness of identity, maybe. But also, more often than not, I mean, as you were mentioning, it's actually a vow that we've made to ourselves mm. saying, I will not be like my father. Yeah. And that vow, ultimately, uh, which is a, an effort of self-protection, is not reliance on the Lord. And that's going to lead us to become like our father a lot of times kind of thing, because we're trying to manhandle, if I can use that in this context (laughs) situation, as opposed to surrendering to the Lord and, and telling him, you know, or asking him, who do you say that I am? Mm. As opposed to looking around us and saying, well, I'm, I'm not that. And I won't be that. Right. That's not, that's not affirming, right? That's, that's a, that's an, a lack of something that that's an, an, absence of something as opposed to an affirmation of a reality. And so going to the father saying, who do you say that I am? Uh, Hearing, hearing his response, which is you're my beloved son, you're my beloved daughter, recognizing that anything contrary to that is not the father speaking to you. Right. right? And, and then from that truth, uh, then saying, Jesus, I I claim that truth in my life. Uh, But before any of that happens, right, you have to, you have to be willing to say, Jesus, I reject the the lie that, you know, I am just doomed to become like my father. Right. We'll just put that in there. Uh, and Jesus, I claim the truth that uh, I am a son of God mm-hmm. and that I am unrepeatable, irreplaceable. And uh, what's the other one? Come on, Christopher West, help me. Um, uh, Are you saying Christopher West help you? Cause I can't, help, I can't help you on this. No, one. no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was asking for his intercession. I think <laughs> oh, it's not dead yet. Um, yeah, haven't helped me, but yeah. it's, it's unrepeatable, irreplaceable. And, um, Something else, yeah. un, you know, un, yeah. redundantable. Okay. Or, I don't know. Put it in the show notes. Put it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. So I think you know, and claiming and claiming that truth, right? right? And that's that's a the first step to healing. And then you know, you you can go into all sorts of memory healing and this, that, and the other. But the mm. you gotta acknowledge, I think, the some some of the bigger thing to start whittling down. And this is a journey. My goodness, it's right. a journey, and it takes right. years, and it's it's ongoing, right? I mean, Doctor Bob shoots as he's giving talks. Right. It's still like, yeah, and this other thing came up in my prayer. And yeah. uh, he's, oh my gosh, his voice is just lovely. <laughs> so I could listen to him all day. But yeah, so it's 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 a journey. It's a, it's a journey. Which, which is why it matches, again, why the the game is a journey. It's an right. epic journey. Epic. It's an epic journey. Super and, epic. And as it's going through, it does have, like yeah, they, they see these uh, memories like kind of um, coming, like appearing before them, right? Like they'll see right. different memories. In, in fact, Atreus is able to see some of those memories, right? Right. And so, and that's how we learned some of the, of, of the past as well. Um, and so that's what we have to go on, right? Is like this epic journey and we are, we are, these memories come before us and we, mm-hmm. we need to engage with them and, and yeah, to, and to do that with, with Jesus and, mm. and with the eyes of the father and, and, uh, boom, dang dude. Wow. I, I love, I love what you said, um, about, uh, was the one line you just I, man you went on a classic ali like like a couple minutes of just beauty and truth i oh, loved, I loved thanks, it Andy. yeah and good i appreciate that <laughs> um just um s- seeing the father uh, how the father sees us yeah and oh oh um going to the father and saying who do you say that i am yeah i think that's beautiful mm-hmm. clearly a scriptural reference right mm-hmm. of like turn it around because jesus mm-hmm. asked that of his disciples right yeah and they say you know you read the christ the son of the living god um which we have to respond to that 
question from him, like mm-hmm. personally, but to ask him that question too, and to, and to ask the father through him yeah. of who do you say that I am is I think so important. Well, I think it's important too, to see, you know, Peter, blessed are you for flesh and blood has not revealed this mm-hmm. to you kind of thing. And it's similarly, you know, we're not, while we may get good indications of who we are through flesh and blood, if we're provided with good community in our lives, yeah. so we've sought yeah. that out, uh, you know, ultimately it's not flesh yeah. and blood. Um, that says who we are that, that at least that, let me clarify that, that when I say that, I mean of, you know, our, our peers and that sort of thing, even right. if they're very affirming of it, it's his flesh and blood that says who we are. And it's his flesh and blood that has claimed us as sons and daughters of God most high and given us that participation in the kingdom. So, yeah. And so, yeah, so it's, we have to also kind of flip that and recognize that it's that, that sacrifice, that beautiful sacrifice that's yeah. made us a part of that Pope Francis. And I, this was in the bulletin. I, I, I'm not just randomly quoting Pope <laughs> yeah. Francis exhortations, but uh, in Divine Mercy Sunday, I think it was 2018 or 2019, uh, said that, uh, you know, if, if you, if you are feeling distant or something like that, or you're feeling uh, a lack of peace, put your hands into Christ's side, yeah. place your hands in his wounds and, and find peace, I which I was, I, I read that. I was like, what? That's just bonkers, man. Yeah. Like that seems so unpeaceful, <laughs> you know, but it's, but it's actually, yeah, yeah no, it, it is peaceful to see that just how much he's got this Jesus. Yeah. I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Like he, he did, mm-hmm. he did. And he mm-hmm. does. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I so I think that. there's something. That's one of my favorite there. scenes in scriptures. Yeah. Is, is Thomas. Thomas. And there's a beautiful, beautiful painting by Caravaggio of. It's the healing Thomas. the whole person. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was um, a mascot. Image. Like <laughs> they, they put it on the website. Nice. And then they have it up on the really? screens whenever you're out there. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, man. Put it in the show notes. Put it in, put in the, the show notes. notes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's gorgeous. And I just, I love that scene. Like that's an incredible scene to, to pray with is when he puts his. And I think I want to say that uh, in Narnia, there's a pretty um, clear allusion to it uh, when um, Aslan has sacrificed himself um, for um, for the life of of mm. um Edmund and uh they're you know they 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 have his his um dead body there and, and they're just you know running their hands over his his wounds you know and, and mm. there he's not he's not yet resurrected um but uh there might be actually a even more clear one after he does kind of resurrect but yeah I just love that that image and like that tangibility is so so mm. good. Gosh I love that I love that so much. Well man Really, I mean, the only other thing I really wanted to talk about with this was just like, again, like the the way that it should really, how do I say this? I think it does speak to us as men mm-hmm. just to see a man who is um, striving to reconcile with his past yeah. and to change the future in a sense mm-hmm. you know, and like not accepting what he feels might be just his destiny mm-hmm. or the destiny for his son. I think that that really is appealing. And, yeah. um, and it should be, I yeah. think we should lean into that and, and th- consider how we can mirror that idea of like, um, engaging with, with those memories and, and but again, with the, with the gaze of the father in, in, in prayer only not, not, not dwelling on, on those things, yeah. um, uh, loosely. Yeah. Um, and also his fatherhood too. It's amazing to see, mm-hmm. even in the first just few minutes that I played at the game, like there's a couple different times where he like the camera angles, um, swoops over and like. He wants to reach out and touch oh, his geez, son, yeah. like his son's back, and just like, just like, kind of affirm him. 
and he's just afraid to, and he pulls back. And mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't, I don't know exactly what was going on there, but like he, uh, it's it's incredible to see that. And I think that as men, we can have that feeling too, right? Mm-hmm. Of just of like wanting to be a father, but maybe struggling to know how to do that best, and having some fear. And like, I think that that's just want to affirm like that's normal and that's good. And like, I I think <laughs> it's it's beautiful that they showed um, a father trying to seek to be a good father to his yeah. son. He's, he's not perfect for yeah. sure. But the, in fact, some people on the internet would call it instead of God of war, they call it dad of boy. Cause like yeah, the entire time yeah. it's just boy, boy, boy. It's, it's all about that relationship. And it's, Absolutely. it's a really cool game mechanic that he's like present there. And like, you can actually like push a button to like, um, have him like shoot enemies too. No. Or like you have to like work with him in a lot of situations to like, Mm. overcome puzzles and like get past things mm-hmm. and uh it's a really cool thing like you're working with your son yeah. just make it happen i think yeah i think two <laughs> things kind of on that as well is that my these are my final thoughts but um he atreus is not responsible for kratos's healing right nor can he be right. responsible for it it's something that kratos has to yeah choose to do so as you're approaching these you know your relationship with your your father or whoever you're not you're not personally responsible for their healing, you know. That is not and it's not even something you can really do. Yes. Right? It's it's something they have to do. And I think the beautiful payoff, right, when Kratos is standing at the top of the the, the realms and he mm. kind of holds out his arms and lets these bandages fall yeah. off and he's 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 free he's free in a sense that's the that's yeah. the big closure moment right yeah it's and a beautiful it's, moment it's it's really cool because in, if it was a you know if it was a christian moment it was it's kind of almost like he's looking up at god right yeah. and he's like i give you my burdens totally. kind of thing is what i see and, and you know it's clearly not what's happening because we're looking yeah, at norse sure, mythology sure, but sure. if we want to put it in a christian lens right that's that moment of freedom that right. we should desire right. for for everyone ourselves and our parents included yeah kind of and it's cool to see how guys do like i just read one comment from one of the youtube videos this is one, one of the top comments okay he said uh this is mayhemic was the name of the user shout out um i just be it today that ending got me emotional i wish most people would do what kratos does let go of the past and move forward with it you can't erase it as much as you want to all you can do is be better be better than the person you were and be better than others in history Boom. It's just cool to see. I yeah. mean, is that a perfect, you know, yeah. thought? I don't know. But no, like, it's, yeah. To see, like, how he is taking it. Like, it's, again, go to any, like, top comments of a YouTube video about God of War, and you'll see the guy is, like, moved by it. Yeah. It's amazing. And yeah. so um, I think just to, to – I just think that's a beautiful thing, and I'm, I'm thankful that this story exists. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so – Cool. Well, thanks so much for talking about this, Ali. We talked about a video game. That's cool. We broadened our horizons. This is cool. Um, If you're, uh, if you have thoughts on this, like the first time that we've talked about a video game, please send them our way. Or if you want to kind of fight us on anything, please let us know. (laughs) If there's anything we missed, like a few of the top comments were like, I can't believe you didn't talk about this part. This was like the most emotional part for me. I'm Mm. sure, like if if you play God of War, you're probably like, you know, actually, this and feelings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, so let us know and we hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode join us next week when we cover the biggest movie of its time james cameron's titanic though they die is sponsored by net ministries to get in touch with andy and lee email us at though they die at netusa.org and to get involved as a net missionary go to netusa.org slash apply and apply today peace all right boy (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.